Dear listeners, the following recordings were written and produced with you in mind. These episodes will add joy to your life, fill you with inquisitive thoughts, and leave you thinking to yourself, Hey Rob. Hey Kaj. Can Can you you say that again? again? Welcome to the Say That Again podcast. How many times do I have to hear you record this? (laughs) Welcome back. We know that you missed us. From the last episode, could I use that joke twice? No. Well, I, doesn't our intro say something about corny dad jokes? That's true. So I can use it twice. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. We know you, you missed <laughs> us. Highly anticipated this episode. Where I can't even remember what the joke was. <laughs> We're I'm obviously just, recording this back to back. Yeah. Which is sad because I can't remember the joke that we just recorded <laughs> half an hour ago. And just listened to and five just, minutes ago. Yeah. But anyway, welcome back to the Stop Pod, ladies and gentlemen. We didn't call it the Stop Pod on the last That's episode. Right. It is the Stop Pod, is, That is a party foul in my book. I don't go to parties, but if I did, <laughs> that would be a party foul. <laughs> I'm also notorious for avoiding parties. I, yeah, I don't know if I avoid them as much as they just don't get put on my calendar. <laughs> um, anyway, welcome back. Thank you for sticking with us through this fitness mini-series. We hope you enjoyed the last episode. We're going to be switching things up a little bit on this episode. The last episode, we kind of talked about our fitness origins. Um, and this episode, we're going to be getting into more philosophy. So, Kaj, you want to kind of give give them a breakdown of how we're going to approach today's episode? Yeah, so two main ideas. One is our personal philosophical approaches to fitness like what thought process thought processes are driving why we do fitness in the way that we do not just from like an enjoyment perspective but like from a movement perspective and then we'll just give kind of like some of our recommendations for someone who is trying to get into the into fitness and hasn't before or just wants to switch it up now out the gate neither rob or i are fitness professionals uh, I did work in a gym for six years, so I have some experience, but neither of us have a degree. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Kaj, you in... are selling yourself so short right now. Well, I we have to say that because I, if someone like does something and then it doesn't work and they're like, oh, Kaj and Rob told me to do this. So like, well. Well, here's the thing. Everything, have... we're, everything we're going to say is standard. Right. Right. I just, I just, this, it's a disclaimer. That's all. That's fair. Not selling ourselves short. Just take it with a grain of salt. Do your own research as well. Yeah, I was gonna say, Kaj, you have a deep history with fitness movement. I do. You know I what you're thoroughly doing. Enjoy. Yeah, you worked at a gym for a long time. You were a ninja warrior. Yeah, almost on TV. Almost on TV. Well, I have been on TV, but not for the TV show. Right. But I've been on TV with Icor a couple of times. Yeah. Fun fact. So you are in the fitness spec, like the fitness uh, sphere. Yeah. In major ways. I did actually want to open my gym. That was the original business that I wanted to do. Did I tell you that? Yeah, we. I think we talked about that. On the on, Instagram Live. On the Instagram Live. That's funny, yes. That we're never posting that episode for. On Spotify. Right. There is a <coughs> episode on Instagram Live that we're going to call Fitness Episode Zero. Yeah. <laughs> the original. The original episode. Our raw thoughts unedited i don't know if anyone i don't know if anyone fully listened to it that'd be insane if they did we were just that was nuts that we went live for that whole episode 
That's but yeah, we had some issues with recording and like any, you know, production, if something goes wrong, sometimes you have to scrap something yep. and restart. Yeah, sucks. Our, our producer messed up. By our producer, he means me because <laughs> I, I found a new software. And me. <laughs> well, we both didn't catch it, but I found we, a new software. Yeah. I, I wasn't able to test it the ways that we needed to use it. So it just... What I'm saying is we don't have a producer. <laughs> we don't have a producer. We are self-produced. It's, it's me and Kaj. And obviously we're not tech people. <laughs> no, no, we are not. I am an engineer. Yes, yes. But I'm not a, I'm not not a, a sound technician. Not a sound technician. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yes. Two so. very different things. <laughs> yeah, building bridges does not overlap with producing podcasts. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't. You would be surprised at the lack of overlap those two things have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so Kaj, you actually have a lot more philosophy. I have my own philosophies yeah, in general for lifting and fitness, but you, I feel, can articulate yours better and you have just thought through your philosophies a little more. So why don't you like go ahead and share? Because honestly, I think you have a lot to add to this topic and I, I think it would add value to the audience listening. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I'll start by saying that I think as a society, generally speaking, like USA, we don't move enough. And the two, the biggest problem with that is one of the greatest forward slash worst human inventions of all time, which we are both currently using. And it's called the chair. Is it the worst invention ever, though? It's the worst invention for human proprioception. Could you define that word for me and for anyone who may not even know what that word means? Yes, I'm going to define it based on the top result on Google, which Mm. I like. Proprioception is the sense that lets us perceive the location, movement, and action of parts of the body. It encompasses a complex of sensations, including perception of joint position and movement, muscle force, and effort. And now the reason why I think chairs are bad, and there are other people who probably actually done studies on this, is because the human body is designed to rest in a squat, which opens up your hips, yeah. uh, your hamstrings and quads sit differently. And it's a lot of reason why people have a lot of lower back pain because the lower back was, wasn't was designed to rest with force on well, that's it. How, that's how the Middle East and Asia, like those cultures- That's how all of human history has done it. Until, well, no, but I'm saying currently in yeah. present time, yep. Middle East, Asia, Africa, yep. all of those cultures mm-hmm. sit like that. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And it's just healthier. So it's one area like- Obviously, your entire body's connected, and it, most movement starts in your feet, and then your knees, and then your hips. Yeah. And once you knock out good hip movement, aka you sit all the time and you don't squat, that just messes up so many things. Um, Which leads to lower back pain mm-hmm. and to so many other things that contribute when yeah. you have tight hips. But that, that was kind of a side comment. I think as a general movement, as a general philosophy in regards to fitness, it's not about, okay, I need to be a bodybuilder or I need, I want to be a soccer player or I'm going to be 
the world's strongest man even. Yeah. Like all of those things are very specific styles of movement and are more or less a specialty <laughs> forward slash a sport. But from a holistic perspective as like human beings, it's healthy to move, to move well, yeah. to move often and to move differently. Because when you move differently, you create new neural pathways. It's healthy for the brain. It keeps uh, the ligaments loose. It gets tension on the muscles in different ways. So from like the, a basic perspective, it's like you always want to be learning to move in new ways. Great ways to do that. Dancing, yoga, trying a new sport, like trying rock climbing. You don't have to get serious at it. <coughs> trying a new sport, um, trying a new hobby, whether it's like a fine motor skill or a different way of working out. Because it's actually, it's, it's actually really healthy as well for injury prevention. Because when your body learns to move in different ways and you build new neural pathways, your body understands how to work its way into and out of different problem sets and how to essentially prevent injury based on moving well. So that's wow. one thing. Move. Can you say that again? <laughs> move often, move well, and move differently. I came up with those three things. I'm going to go with those three things. I love that. Yeah. And then also eating well. Eating well is huge for fitness. You cannot yeah. out-exercise a bad diet. Amen. And unfortunately, it is unbelievably easy to have a bad diet. Well, I do attribute that to the foods that we have cheaply available. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, right. Like you can't always fault people for it. Yeah. Because sometimes it's just an economic decision. Right. The it, cheapest way to eat is unfortunately the unhealthiest way to eat right. in our society. Which is really sad. Yeah. And I don't, um, we're not going to try to have a solution for this on the podcast. So, but anyway, mm -hmm. yeah, very sad scenario. And I agree with you though. You cannot outwork, outlift a bad diet. Yep. How do you go about your diet? Cause you're in an interesting, you're in an interesting sport. You need to be big in order to, I need to be, be strong. I need to eat a ton of calories. Yeah. And you burn a ton of calories. Yeah. I should. I should. How be. many calories do you think you lift when you bench press 350 once? I don't actually know how that works. <laughs> Neither do I. I, I, I was curious if you maybe do. Maybe, well, they say. It's like, is that one Chipotle burrito? Well, they say if you work out for an hour of lifting, it's about 500 calories. So if one bench press, so for power lifters, a heavy lift is a ton of energy. Yeah. So when you bench press heavy or like a heavy single or heavy double, you're probably going to be burning. Again, I don't know the answer to this. Yeah. But my assumption, someone please correct me. Probably 20 calories, 30 calories. Just yeah. from a just from one bench press. And you also have to think about like not even just during the rep, but that your your heart rate's gone up. Well, that's what I mean. Like the, there's a lot of blood flow that's happening in the 
mental concentration before and then also the cool down right after the exercise. Well, and I also think that the caloric burn rate is dependent upon what set you're on, mm-hmm. how deep into the workout, because you're right. Mm-hmm. The more you do, the higher your caloric burn rate gets. Mm-hmm. And so if it's your first rep, you're not going to burn that many. Yeah. But if it's your last, you're going to probably be burning a ton already. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that's that's what I would say about that. Uh, dude, you totally missed a great one. What? Oh, motion is lotion? Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for you to say I, that. It's funny. I had that up, but I didn't. I For some reason, I just didn't see it. Yeah. M- that's a phrase from my, my physical therapist. Yeah. I'm not sure if they came up with it or if it was someone else, but motion is lotion. Whether it's uh, injury recovery, and obviously it depends on the injury. Like if you're post-operation, like you have to be very careful. But in terms of it's the um, one of Newton laws of physics or whatever, like an object in motion tends, stays to, in motion, tends to stay in motion. Unless it's, acted upon. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's not the same thing, but it's the same idea. Like this, a body that stops moving is going to not be good at moving and slow and will not be able to move well later on in life. <laughs> like if you consistently move often well in different ways throughout your life, you will be moving well at the end of your life. Unless acted upon by an outside force, AKA an injury. Yeah. I was going to say injuries are just like the only thing that mm-hmm. would get in the way of that yeah. scenario. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. What do you think about um, getting into fit, like the having the right motivation for fitness, right? Because I think some people, if you're not into fitness and you don't enjoy working out, sometimes people will be like, okay, I know I need to do this to be healthy, but that's not a good enough motivation. A lot and of you, people say that, yeah. And you'll see people get into fitness because they want to lose weight, which is healthy, um, but not always a good lasting motivation. Because then what happens when you lose the weight? Or because they're like, I want to look bigger. There are a lot of bad motivators for getting into fitness. What would you say are the good motivators for fitness? I'd say good motivators for fitness. So as as a Christian, mm-hmm. I'd say a great motivator is just honoring your body, mm-hmm. right? And 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 presenting it as a sacrifice for the Lord, right? Like like our body is a temple, good, and we're we're called to treat it well. And it's the Lord's body anyway. So I think that I think that's a great motivation. That's a lasting motivation that we can utilize for the entirety of our lives. Yeah, that's good. And I think just kind of riffing off of that, like yeah. even just being able to serve your community, your church well, your family well. Like even if you think about as you get older, your kids have to take care of you. Yeah. And some of that's unpreventable, you know, it right. just comes with age. But a lot of diseases can be prevented by living a healthy lifestyle at an earlier age. And some of it too, you can even think about like you are serving the generation that's coming after you by living healthy now because they're not going to be burdened with having to take care of you in the same way in the future. And again, yeah. it's not all 100% preventable. There's you know different cases and things that's happening, but like as a general thought. As a general statement, mm-hmm. good diet, movement. These things keep the mind and body active and and prevent a lot of things that are preventable. Correct. There's a lot that's preventable. Yes. And there's a lot that's not. Yeah. Right. That's just 
and a lot and 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 stuff stuff is unpreventable because we live in a fallen world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, our bodies are cursed. We deal with this issue called sin. Yep, and so it's inevitable. Yeah, but, but we, then there's also the present aspect, right? Like for even for you, just being able to serve your wife, serve your daughter, well, yeah, being able to serve you know your church, your family well, right? Exactly, exactly. Helps you be able to do that. That's what. That's why I know strongman is not a long term solution. I don't want to mm. kill my joints. Right. That's why I don't kill myself on lifts. My motivation is to just be strong in it because I enjoy lifting. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not ever going to push myself because I have so much at stake at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'd rather be able to provide for my family and hang out with them than, you know, miss. I'd, I'd rather miss squatting five plates one day. Yeah. You know, on a, on a, like a, you know, a squat day, you know, and then come out with an injury. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know how well I worded that, but. I mm-hmm. think you get the idea. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, like I think general philosophy for me, like in general is like ego lifting is such a big mm-hmm. burden on my mind. Mm-hmm. Like when I go to the gym and I see it, it's most of the time high school or sometimes it's older people, mm-hmm. not like old, like older, but like twenties, thirties putting on weight that they shouldn't and just throwing their bodies into it instead of having good form. And that's really frustrating. Because as like, I'm not the biggest guy at the gym, but I'm a bigger guy. And I feel like I can. Yeah, Big Rob. Yeah, that name is, that name started in college. I didn't even give myself that nickname. You did it? Jacqueline thinks I gave myself that nickname. No way. Wait, who came up with it? My boy, Kyle Lipka. Uh, I call him Big Kyle. Wait, did did he live in Lipka Hall? No, no, we we lived in Hal Hall. (laughs) Okay. We lived in Hal Hall. He was, he was, uh. A couple doors down from okay, me in the okay. dorms. He gave me that nickname. That's I didn't, funny. I didn't give myself that That's nickname. Funny. Didn't know that. Yeah. Just to put it out on the record. But ego lifting. Ego lifting. Ego lifting in bad form. It's really frustrating. So I, I like, I want to go up to them, but I feel like you can't do that. You also don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy, but I don't want them to be hurt in pain. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's long-term effects. Yeah. Like, first of all, you shouldn't just be throwing a ton of weight on a bar and then just rounding your back on a deadlift. Oh, oh that is, just hurts me. That yeah. hurts oh. to think about. It hurts to think about. When your spine to see it. is like round. Oh, I hate that. I hate that more than anything. Or they just like load the bench up and then just throw on a ton of equipment mm-hmm. and then just have someone help them through. Right. Oh, I, I'm like, dude, do weight you can do. Handle weight. Do weight you can handle, and you'll get to that weight at some point. Yeah, you'll you'll get there. I'm I'm paraphrasing this, but actually, I don't I don't think I came up with this. Maybe I did, but I'm going to say that I heard someone else say this, and I'm paraphrasing. It it takes a bigger man to lift less weight in the gym, dude. It really does. Or woman. Well, yeah, just bigger person. Big the bigger person. Bigger the bigger person. mindset. Yeah, man, is the word I'm looking for. I hate it. When I'm like having a, a weekday, mm-hmm. W-E-A-K day, and um, I I can't lift the weight I usually lift. Yeah. It sucks, but I want to lift. Right. So I'm just going to lift less. I don't have anyone to oppress there. Right. It's not about, you know, looking good for people. Yep. No. So it sucks. Yeah. So I guess like that would just kind of be, you know, philosophy is like, don't do that. 
<laughs> don't do that. But then that would also be a recommendation for anyone who's mm-hmm. getting into lifting in general. Yeah. Is don't think you have to lift all the weight in the world. Yeah, you don't. And practice form before anything. Mm-hmm. Even if you have 10 pounds on the bar, even if you have no pounds on the bar. Even if you're just doing the bar. Even if you're not even. Act, how about just start with push-ups? You can't practice form on a push-up. It doesn't oh, matter. yes, you can. There yeah. are good and bad ways to do a push-up for sure. Yeah, but not for deadlift, squat, bench. Right, right. right. I'm well, I'm, I'm just saying in, for someone getting into it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's, but yes. Practice the basics. Mm-hmm. You don't even need to practice with a regular bar. You can just you know grab a, a pole, PVC pipe, anything. Just practice movement. And if you really, 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 and I'm so mad because we talked about this on the podcast that's on our, our Instagram, <laughs> but not here. So I'll, I'll, I'll be short about it so we can keep the episode quick. Diet is everything, mm-hmm. but do not just put yourself in a diet cold turkey. You will not succeed. It's about building habits. Yeah. It's about building habits. It's about changing habits. Get to the gym first. Build the habit of working out. Work on your diet slowly. Start taking out certain foods. Start introducing certain foods. Don't start cutting out pizza and burgers. Start introducing salads. Start cutting out fries. You know, things like that. And eventually... Your body will no longer desire certain foods. And over time, your lifestyle will, be, will become healthier. That's that's my biggest pet peeve there. I think Bad that's ego a- lifting and, and people died in cold turkey. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes the, the cold turkey diet can have value. Because uh, if you commit to it, especially if you do it with someone else, it can teach you discipline for a period of time. Um, but then what happens is like... On the backside of the diet, what's your plan after that? Right. You have to have a sustainable plan, not just yeah. something that you do for a month. But Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And then let's see. Uh, another good recommendation. Get good sleep. Oh, that's huge. Your body needs sleep. Seven to eight if, hours. It doesn't, if, you're, if you're not sleeping, you are going to undo a lot of work that you're trying to do if you're dieting and um exercising yeah exercising yeah you're gonna you're gonna undo stuff now there are rare people who can get the full amount of REM necessary in five hours if you're one of those people more power to you I'm not one of those people please touch my head (laughs) give me your powers (laughs) I think that's a superpower if you can get a full night worth of REM in five hours you're (laughs) you are blessed yes the lord has gifted you yeah but yeah get good sleep unbelievably important i actually heard someone say they were like if sleep wasn't a normal thing that everyone did it would be an outlawed enhancement drug in sports yeah because of what it does for the body yeah agreed it's so important sleep science is crazy and then yeah just start moving like if you're not into fitness you're like i don't the idea of going to a gym working out in front of people i don't know what i'm doing it's scary like start walking consistently youtube basic yoga flow Learn how to get your body into different positions. Use assisted machines for dips and pull-ups. Yeah. I know it's embarrassing. I've been working out for a long time and I do them because I can only do so many push-ups or not push-ups, pull-ups. I can, I can do. Push-ups. I've been doing assistant pull-ups for the last year because of my bicep. I, oh, done a, I have yeah. not done a free hanging bicep in a free hanging bicep, a free hanging pull up in a year. 
at wow. least. Yeah, it's very sad. It's not. It's nothing to be ashamed about. Yep. If if that's how you have to do the movement, that's it. It is what it is, and you'll you'll work your you'll work your way up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Start with calisthenics. Start with again going back to like basic human movement and proprioception, like learning how to move your own body before learning how to move external forces. And that's not to say like don't start. Like it's not bad to learn how to bench press. It's not bad to learn how to do lifting like if you're passionate about that good but you still need good form there but as a basic principle if you're not currently moving or you're not currently working out i would say the best place to start is just learning how to use your body by itself first yeah yeah i i completely agree Mm -hmm. yeah i completely agree yeah and get outside yeah Get outside. And I say go, getting getting over the fear of people too. Go go climb a tree. Climbing trees are great for learning how to move. Uh, not only kids are allowed to climb trees. Um, I'm gonna just say this: if you're afraid once, of heights, don't climb trees. Don't don't climb trees. Weird people climb trees. Climbing trees are great. Weird people climb trees. Don't see. Don't. But here's the thing: like you can make it not weird. Like no, if see, you, if you have kids, you can just kind of. Get on the first branch. If your dad, it's like different. If your dad, it's different. If you're a normal person, not a parent, it's weird. That's not a kid. It's just weird. Go anywhere. Like, don't climb your neighbor's tree. No, no, no. Go it to, also depends on the, the kind of tree you have. Go to the park. Okay, well, you let see me- a grown let me, man in a tree. Let me, let you me tell me something. that's not weird. Let me say something. Let me say something. I had a specific kind of tree in mind. That made it less weird. Was it Zacchaeus climbing the sycamore tree? No, it was like, you know, the trees that just have branches that are ground level. I know. Yes. Weird. Weird. Sure. I'm just going to out it right now. That's weird. Well, so here's the thing. You have to remember, I come from a parkour ninja warrior background. So everything that we did was weird and I got used to it. That's different. You were in a culture of it. I was. So yeah. I forget that it's weird to other people because yeah. to me, I just don't care because I always got the weird looks. Right. I just didn't care because I would, I would climb buildings. I would climb trees. I That's would, different. I would climbing buildings is cool. Remember we did that competition back and forth. Yeah. We climbing did buildings. Close. Yeah. He climbed all those buildings at yeah, scroll back far enough. Und- on my, undisclosed on my university. Page. Yeah. <laughs> I climbed, I climbed many buildings. Yeah. Good times. Climbing buildings is fun. Jacqueline made me stop. Yeah. She didn't want me to get hurt. My mom said you just prayed. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you have one more note on here. I do. That I need you to address because you said it was a joke. Did well, I- it's kind of a joke. It's like, so once you get your calisthenics down, if you get into lifting, like the next step for most people is going to be learning to do a backflip and overhead snatches. I don't think people think that. <laughs> I think people, I, I, don't think, I don't think that's the order that people would tend to go in. I actually think <laughs> that most people in their lifetime won't do a backflip or a snatch, but they could do a pull-up, right? Yes. Most people, actually, I would say that 95% of human beings can do a pull-up. That's a bold statement. Not 95%. Not in terms of like right now could do one, but are capable, <laughs> are capable of doing one. Well, anyone's capable of anything, but not necessarily. Anyway, I just had to hear what you had to say on that because I honestly, I would. So, overhead snatches are definitely a joke. 
Yeah. In terms of don't those, do those people should not be trying to do don't them. do those. I don't do overhead snatches. I don't do overhead because snatches. Because I know I can't do them well and I'm going to hurt my shoulders. I don't do overhead snatches. I think they an overhead snatch is probably more dangerous than a backflip. It is in every way. For your probably wrists, not every way. For your shoulders, for your back. Yeah, absolutely. Well, because the other thing with the backflip is like you could just face plant. Well, the idea would be you're not practicing on something that you could hurt yourself, right? Practicing on trampoline. On, uh, on foam. I foam pit. Foam pit. You could really mess yourself on a trampoline. Right, too. But fair. it depends on who you are. Anyways. We're rambling. We are rambling. It's a fun ramble because I love backflips. Backflips, yeah. I think, are one of the coolest movements to do. They're I used so to be fun. able to do a backflip. On ground? On the ground. A little elevated. Okay. Not perfectly okay. on the ground, but elevated. Yeah. They're fun. <laughs> not on trampoline. They're actually... The interesting thing about backflips is they look very impressive, but they're much more difficult mentally than they are physically. Like the physical requirements to do a backflip are not actually that high. The movement's simple. The movement. It's the fear. It's the fear yeah. and the timing. Yeah. Yeah. So most, most, <coughs> if you are, have some base level of fitness and a good core and can jump at least eight inches off the ground you can probably do a backflip well you heard it here first guys you can do that doesn't mean like you're gonna learn it in 30 minutes you're gonna have to train for it but yeah. you're capable of it have you ever seen the guy on youtube last thing i forget what his name is it's gonna bother me so much he basically will pick a thing to learn and yes he'll, he'll time out mike boyd is his name okay and he'll go through like it took me this long to do a muscle up and mm. go to the park every day. Muscle ups are also fun. I That's a very it, fun movement. Maybe like 30 days, 60 yeah. days, whatever, to be able to get it. Like, so teaching it himself or going and learning himself. it? Himself. Okay. That's himself. different. He goes and learns it on his own. He has a great YouTube channel. Yeah. Just like seeing how long it takes to accomplish something. Because this is not going to happen overnight. Right. Right. Well, that's the, the reason why I brought up the backflips. One, because it's funny. One, because I love backflips. But three, because just from working at i I've taught and seen many different types of people taught how to do a backflip yeah and so it's like oh like okay obviously it requires a base level of athleticism like right. you're just pulling a random person off the street to do a backflip no agreed but the barrier to entry is much lower than you think that's yeah. what i'm saying but the barrier for this episode is past due is over the barrier it's, for this episode is over it should have been over 10 minutes ago but that's okay because this is a great conversation this was fun this is great. We apologize for the length. No but, apologies. But you just wanted more of us. Yeah. We felt is, that. There's no apology. We felt that, that you wanted to listen to more of us. So thank you. Hopefully you got something out of this. Catch you guys on the next one. Shh.